Hello, dear listeners. Dave here on behalf of Matt and Abby. Uh, thanks so much for listening in from week to week. We really appreciate you. While I've got you here, could I ask a big favor of you? Um, this maybe seems like a small thing, but it really does matter to podcasters. If you would pause this episode right now and take a second in whatever app you're using to listen, if you would give us a rating, and if you're feeling extra generous, if you would be willing to leave us a review, that really does help other people find the podcast. Uh, there's algorithms behind all this that, that help uh, other people discover things. So if you're finding value from Hallway Conversations, and maybe you think other people would as well, uh, a rating or review would really go a long way for helping out. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for considering. This is a very busy transition time for us. Uh, we are wrapping up our semester, doing our final grading, um, all of that work as we finish things up for the semester. So we have not had time to get into the studio to record an episode for this week. So we're pulling one from the archives. This one's called The Staff Room. We think about some of the problems and possibilities of what happens in the staff room. And uh, if you listen closely, you'll find my uh, desire that we could normalize napping in the staff room as well. So look for that. Uh, we'll be back with you again soon with new episodes. Thanks for listening as always. Like, what if we could reimagine the possibilities? Yeah, the, the staff room can be a cesspool of negativity. Absolutely, it can be. But it doesn't have to be. Right. It doesn't have Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of collaboration and reflection as we seek to keep growing as teachers. So this podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. My name is Matt Beamers. I'm Abby DeGroat. And I'm Dave Mulder. As always, we want to thank you for allowing the three of us to be here with you. And we want to thank you for joining us in the hallway. Each week, one of us brings a question or topic, and we try to think creatively around it in the context of teaching Christianly. We are good friends who love each other and love engaging each other in conversation about our practice. And our deep hope is that you are enriched and encouraged in your work and maybe even in your everyday walking around life. While we have a long list of topics we want to talk about, we want to know what hallway conversations you would like to hear. So if you have ideas or questions for us or feedback about this podcast, or simply want to share what hallway conversations you're having, please email us at hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. That's hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. Today's question comes from our friend Dave, who happens to be sitting right here next to us. So Dave, what's the question today? So I've been thinking a lot about my own uh, experiences when I was teaching K-12 in the staff room. And I am just wondering if you guys could like help me think through what is the staff room for? Hmm. Like what what is yeah. it? Good question. Coffee. Bad <laughs> coffee. coffee. Bad I, coffee. I guess I should frame this like I've had some of the best professional conversations of my K twelve teaching career yeah. in the staff room, and I also had some of my absolute yeah. worst experiences in yeah. school yeah. happen in the staff room. Yeah. And so maybe it's something that needs redemption. Maybe it's something yeah. that needs reimagination. Like what what real work gets done in the staff? Yeah. Maybe that's the way to think about this. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I'm right away smiling as you're asking the question because this doesn't answer the question, but it's tied into Abby's comment about coffee. I had never had a cup of coffee in my life until my first day of teaching. Like really? I had never ever. Never drink it. Sit with a cup no, of coffee. Oh, right all the time. <laughs> I drink so much coffee now. Never had a single cup. Never. And I was uh, in my on literally my first day of teaching at Manhattan Christian School in Montana. And I was like, oh, I think teachers drink coffee. <laughs> and so I had a cup of coffee. And I want to say this with all due respect to whoever made that coffee. 
It was yeah. horrendous. Yeah, it's not good. It's not no. good. There's no. no, and you should not expect it to be mm-hmm. good. Right. No. So, <laughs> so bad coffee. So I read bad coffee. Bad coffee. Yeah. So hey, it's brown and warm. It's totally, oh, it wasn't even <laughs> warm, and it was hardly brown. It looked like tea. But anyways, as as you asked the question, Dave, I I right away kind of in my mind frame it as, and you're asking this is what's the potential yeah. of the staff room? That's because, a good way of saying it. Because I I too have had those same moments where I have found the staff room such an invigorating. Place collegially, um, congeniality wise, like mm-hmm. where I've built relationship, where um, I've developed professionally, um, both of those ideally at the same time, mm-hmm. actually. And I've had moments where I've walked away so discouraged, yeah. where I feel like I can't believe that conversation just happened, or I felt beaten down. And, I, and I'm sure, like, to, to be honest, we've all contributed to both, actually, oh, yeah. right? Like, I'll point the finger at myself. Right? To 100%. Like, so don't, like, I'm not saying that, you know, towards others. You know, I, I, can, I can even remember someone, not my experience, someone sharing a story about, you know, being in a school where a young teacher sat in the wrong chair. Oh, yeah. Because that chair belonged to a specific teacher and, and was basically told was told that. And I, I just get, even just thinking about it as I tell the story, I just get so discouraged yeah. thinking about that, that would, what that would be like about, because in some ways, I think, especially as veteran teachers, you're establishing for younger teachers what the norms are. Like right. they're watching, yeah. right? In every yeah. way, they're watching you in your pedagogy, right. your relationship with students the hallways. But they're also watching you um, in the staff room. And, and my, so my last thought on it was I visited a school, Annunciation Catholic School in Denver, Colorado. Phen- phenomenal school for all kinds of reasons. Mm. But I remember going into their staff room to get a cup of coffee, actually. <laughs> this was a couple, a couple of years ago. And they had in big, like a poster-sized paper... Um, staff staff room norms like the oh, norms yeah. so like they had encouraged their teachers to have these in the classroom mm-hmm. but then but then they said hey what what are norms do we want to establish like what do we want this space yeah. to be for and so um, I'll just I'll leave it my initial thoughts with that is is how do we go about establishing norms mm-hmm. for our staff room and making better coffee I don't know Abby what are, <laughs> what are some thoughts yeah. from you on that yeah that's really interesting the intentionality of yeah. that right because I haven't experienced I don't think that space with that kind of intentionality before right like we have one too we have a set of norms in our kind of conference room down the hall from us here and i think that makes such a difference right when we're talking to to just know like this this is how we're going to be and for those who are listening in so some of our norms are like uh, first draft worst draft when when we're working together the answer is in the room the answer is no silent disagreement right and, 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 and we really do function that way as a department. Yeah, They're not right. just things on our wall. That's right. Right? Like, that is how we function yeah. together. They define this community, they how do. we are with each other. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think that's a really interesting... I, I right away just picture the space, right, mm-hmm. of the school where I worked for 11 yeah, years. Right. And so it's so interesting that physical mm-hmm. space and mm-hmm. having... That norms, I think, would make a difference. And I, I echo both of your experiences. I can't think of any really terrible experiences that I've had there. Just just the everyday, like, things that get you discouraged, right, mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. But also really beautiful, right? So 
you know, in Christian schools, one of the things that we would do every Monday is gather for devotions. Mm -hmm. And I remember the weekend after, actually, my dad passed away in 2014 um, in May, and he was diagnosed with lung cancer in March. So it was it was seven oh, weeks. Wow. Yeah. And I remember he got diagnosed on a Friday night is when he, mm -hmm. like, he literally collapsed at work, went to the hospital, and by Monday we knew it was terminal. Oh, oh my gosh. Right? Like, so... So I remember going to devotions, and I couldn't say it, so I, I knew who had devotions. I emailed him the night before, mm -hmm. and he shared that with the staff, right? So, like, there's there's those kinds of things in the way that they enveloped me and yeah. um, held me up in, in times like that. So there's those beautiful, beautiful potential moments that I think are wrapped up when you have yeah. that norm of this is what we do every Monday, right? Mm -hmm. Or this mm -hmm. is what we do at lunch or this is how we're going to be yeah. i think i think that's the potential yeah it makes, space. it makes me think about like what what are the what are the formative you know we talk yeah. about the norms yeah, but what the are the rhythms. formative practices what are the rhythms yeah. of the space and, and it makes me think you know like even as a as a person who used to be a principal and was not always great at this so just as we're having this conversation and lear mm -hmm. learning from listening to you is is I wish I would have invited more voices into that. Like, how do we want this to be yeah. a formational mm -hmm. space? You know, whether it's Monday and Friday devotions, but even like, hey, do we want to be a community that eats together? Like, to actually name mm -hmm. that. Like, mm -hmm. not to assume, because, because I know, like, we've all been in schools, right, where people come and get their lunch and they go back to the rooms. And there might be good reason for yeah. that. Yeah. But it does make you... You know, like, why aren't we eating together? Why mm -hmm. aren't we praying together? Like, what? why aren't we learning together? And if, and maybe we are, but if we're not, how, as a principal or as a staff, can we make that happen, mm -hmm. I guess? I'll, I'll jump onto that, because I, when I talk about great experiences I had in the staff room, one school that I taught at early in my career, uh, we, like, if you weren't the teacher on duty supervising the kids having lunch, we mm -hmm. were all in the staff room together. Yeah. And, boy, teaching can be such a lonely profession, mm -hmm. right? For a job where you're always with people, it can be lonely. Very lonely. And and those moments when we were all sitting together sharing lunch, to, and everybody's packing their own lunch and, you know, sitting there. But those shared moments of being together around a meal, that's formative. Mm -hmm. right? and, and so I love the way you say that, like naming that as formative practice yeah. to say, like, hey, how are we, how are we going to be together yeah. as a faculty, yeah. as, as a staff of this school? And what are some ways that you can encourage that? Right. Mm -hmm. And make the, if it's not a norm or if it's not yeah. a practice. Yeah. So that prompts a wondering for me, too. I was thinking about when when are teachers in the staff room, when are administrators in the staff room, when are it's like what what times. And as I'm thinking through that, OK, there's a couple of times when I would likely go to the staff room right before school. I might mm -hmm. stop in because that's where resources Mailbox. are. Kept, right? yeah. And I got to grab bulletin board paper, whatever it is. Right. Um, it might be during recess or a break. Right, um, I'm gonna grab a cup of coffee or yeah. whatever it is. Right, um, it might be over lunch hour, but that depends on the school. Another school yeah. I taught at, we all the teachers were in the lunchroom with the kids, and we had lunch with our students, and yeah. that was the way we did it. Okay, uh, or after school, maybe there's times where you're gonna, you know, as you're finishing out your day and wrapping up things, getting things ready for the next day. Are there intentional rhythms that should be part of that then? Yeah. Right, if there are times during the day when we're likely to be together, meeting up with colleagues in there. 
And then I guess I'm, I'm just thinking about that, Matt. Your, your comment about formative practices really has me wondering, right? And not to stretch this too far, but uh, Jamie Smith talks about liturgies, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and so these, these uh, again, formative practices, habits that we get into. It's like, and that was a habit for me. I would always start my day by checking my mailbox and grabbing a cup of coffee. Yeah. Okay, so could I be intentional about using that time? Mm-hmm. Is there something that I could do with colleagues, yeah. right, with, with that time? I don't know what that looks like exactly. Right. No, but I do, I do like that. I do like that idea. Like, I, I was a, a high school vice principal, and then I had the blessing of um, working in an elementary middle school, and amazing people there. And and one of the things that that I really loved about it when um, when I moved there was they they once a week people would bring take turns bringing soup, a couple of pots of soup, mm-hmm. and they would eat together. And they would eat together, but but I can remember, especially such a strong memory, the first few weeks there. I remember walking out. It's like, man, the, the staff room's buzzing. Like it's just you can feel that vibe, right? Energy. It's, it's that energy, and it's people eating together and conversation and and talk. And so part of it is maybe even for if I think about if there's a, a principal or even as teachers, list, you know, listening is is what do we need to put in place that's going to draw people? Like if you're if if you're in a place where, well, like the staff room sort of isn't a place that's buzzing or it's not really a, a community building space, what what can we put in place that's going to draw people there? How do we give people in some ways an excuse or a reason to, can I, to come to the staff I, room? So I have a question about that. What I'm hearing you say, I think I'm reading this like, what can we do that's a positive draw for people? Because Absolutely. I, I will be honest, Absolutely. my experience is oftentimes the staff room is a draw, yeah. but not for positive yeah. reasons. Yeah. It's it's the venting spot. Totally. So right? let me let me just on that idea, Dave, and, and this is why I think it comes back to the intentionality around norms. Like, yeah. like I would encourage... Like I said, if there is a principal or even a, a teacher listening, is is when you start going back into school in the next few weeks, to to stop by your principal's office and say, hey, could could we have in our opening staff meeting or at some point a discussion about what the staff room mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. for, and actually a discussion about what it's not for, yeah. like because I you want places and spaces. We all have our our days, like. Both of you act as those people for me, or sometimes I just need to come into your to your space and shut the door and and vent a little. And so because well, we need that, because right? you need that. This job you is need so hard. That. But right. I also, but I also feel like is that the staff room where mm-hmm. where like twelve people are in on this conversation where a student who's who maybe is having a bad day for that has nothing to do with your classroom. And yeah. and so sometimes yeah. I've thought about that myself too, like. Would I be saying this in a public space if that student's parent was sitting mm. right next to me? Or, yeah. um, and not to sound all self-righteous <laughs> about it, but just to be, to be like, is this to the be aware best? Of it. To be aware of that, right? Yeah. Is like, is, is what's the difference between me, or a person having a one-on-one conversation and just having to let go of something, versus hey, we're all we're all mm-hmm. gonna have a communal discussion. So, so I do think. I would really encourage faculty, principal, teachers to think about that is to say, mm-hmm. hey, if we're going to have some norms in here, let's let's agree upon them and, and then let's be the kind of community that actually can support each other and hold each other accountable, yes. accountable to those norms. Because if we can't hold each other accountable, that's actually about something else too, right. to, be mm-hmm. on, to be honest. Yeah. So it has me just, as, as we've been talking this through, I think there's several things the staff room really 
does, right? It, it, it can be, it should be a place for fellowship for right. teachers, yeah. right? Um, it probably is a place for resources. I mean, physically, that's where a lot of Copies. stuff gets, right? A lot yeah. of the, the stuff gets stashed yeah. in the staff room, right? But that also means it brings people together because of that, right? Yeah. And so how do we tap into the human resources aspect of it, right? Like, we have our hallway conversations when we yeah. meet up regularly like this, and but physically out in the hall or when we sit down to record like this. How do we build that in, right, for, for school leaders, yeah. for, for teachers to think about yeah. that? How do I leverage the resources of my... Uh, collaboration. Staff room is a great place for collaboration. For what can be a lonely profession, yeah. this is a, yeah. a place where we can gather, and so if that would become a norm, right? Yeah. I, I'm still thinking about venting. Venting is too strong, but um, sharing the burden, maybe? Mm. Is that like... The emotional labor is a word you've used yes, before, Dave? Right? Because it is. There, yeah. There's this draining aspect of the work of teaching, and so we need to be able to share that burden with right. our colleagues, yeah. right? And I, I joke about this one, but I wonder about napping. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I will say this. Sorry, wow. no, I was not yeah. expecting that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Of all the things you're about, of all the things you're about to say, Dave, that did not so, cross my mind. So I, I had, I had a student teacher one year, and we came to the point where he was doing really, really well. He was just flying solo, and this is when my kids were really little. And I went up to the staff room and I fell asleep. We had a couch in our staff room and I fell asleep on the couch. And it was like the most glorious 20 minutes of my life. That's I think at that time, right? Nobody came in and bothered me. Wow. And I go, Not that you know of. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm messing with yeah. can, can we normalize napping? We shouldn't yeah. do that. But, uh, but that I wonder is, about that. That's right? interesting. Yeah. So, so maybe the, the, huh. the analogy would be that the staff room could be a place for rest and rest. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and to just think about like what if we could reimagine the possibilities? Right. Yeah, the, the staff room can be a cesspool of negativity. Absolutely, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. Right. It doesn't totally. have to I be. think of like nourishment, right? So there's usually a fridge. There's usually food. Yeah. There's usually, and can that also be an analogy for mm-hmm. the yeah. type of interactions right. that happen? Yeah, that and and to, and 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 to like you say, like it can be a place for venting, but. That is actually a, a safe place for celebrating, mm-hmm. for safe, a safe mm-hmm. place to have serious, dis- like people mm-hmm. who want to have serious discussions, right? Yeah. To, to not, when you hear people having a good discussion, to be like, oh, you're, come on, we're out of the classroom, let's, let's not be so serious. But to say, no, like it, it can be a place of learning, it can be a, a place of playing, mm-hmm. it can be a place of praying, it can be a place of crying, of laughing, mm-hmm. like, like, what what do you need as a teacher, right? And and for it to be a safe a safe place, and hopefully, all of those things are happening happening. Right. I think on on any given day. So if we're whole people, the same way we expect our students yeah. to be whole people, right? That it can be a place that meets yes our physical needs, but our, our emotional, needs spiritual, and, yep, all all of, all of those. No, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. I I would come back. Like I said, I've said it a few times, but I, I think it starts with honest conversations as a as a communal team of people to say what do we what do we want our norms to be what is our deep hope for this staff room and and then go to name those and hold each other accountable Mm -hmm. to it like i think that is one way to meet the potential of that space thank you guys for helping me redeem my view of the staff room (laughs) have a good nap i I, I, that's that's the bad that's my biggest takeaway today so Friends, we know that your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for joining us today for another Hallway Conversation. And whether it's this day, this week, this month, or as you prepare for a new school year, we hope that the Lord gives you what you stand in need of. We want to thank you for the good, God-delighting work you're doing in your schools and communities. And as you go into this week, 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace and give you peace and give you peace. Amen. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This podcast was quite literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is an independent podcast created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Thanks for listening.